This is your Radio 1 Te Reo Irirangi Kotahi for Friday the 7th of May. New Zealand plans to donate $1 million to the Red Cross to help India with their worsening COVID-19 resources. India has had a surge of the virus, recording more than 300,000 new cases each day for more than six days in a row. Aotearoa's Minister of Foreign Affairs, Nainai Mahuta, announced last Wednesday that the government would give money to the Red Cross Foundation in aid of India. The Red Cross Foundation is currently working in India to provide oxygen cylinders and plans at looking at scaling up its ambulance and blood services operations. Radio One spoke with Red Cross New Zealand and Ali Van Barren, a spokesperson for the International Federation of Red Cross. She stated, quote, We are overwhelmed with the incredible kindness and generosity from all domestic and international donors, including national governments like New Zealand. The University of Otago Indian Association have shared their thoughts. Tēnā tātou katoa, uh, koru tēnāho. Uh, I'm the illustrator for Sinaina today. Here is the following Indian Association's quote. Many of us are looking to our loved ones in India and are struck with a sense of helplessness, hopelessness and fear for their future. However, just because we are on the other side of the world, this does not mean that we have no choice but to wait and watch what unfolds. We can do our bit, whether that be through donating or spreading information and awareness. The Otago Indian Association, in conjunction with the Otago Asian Law Students Association, are having a bake sale late next week to raise funds for those who need it in India. There will also be a donations box set up during tonight's movie. A fire broke out at the University of Otago College Auditorium on Wednesday morning. The fire was detected in the backstage roof area of the College of Education at 8.15 Wednesday morning. University staff alerted emergency services and followed emergency procedures, with 30 people being evacuated from the main college building and 32 from neighbouring childcare centre. The fire department were called and the blaze was successfully extinguished. A University of Otago spokesperson stated that there was little damage to the building and no one was harmed in the incident. The fire is likely linked to work being done by contractors installing a new roof and fire sprinkler system in the auditorium. Classes in the auditorium have been cancelled for the rest of the week, resuming Monday, to allow for a full clean down including steam cleaning, the upholstery, classes in the drama room centre are proceeding. That was the news with Te Reo Irirangi Kotahi, Radio 1. Now it's time for weather. The Radio 1 91 FM weather. Today's weather, it's going to be nice and sunny, with some cloud this evening and a high of 17 degrees and a low of 9 degrees. It's Music Week at Critic Te Arohi, and every day this week, our reporters are bringing you an exclusive interview with the weird and wonderful side of the Aotearoa music scene, right here on the Radio 1 News. It is New Zealand's Music Month, and I sat down to have a chat with DJ Dave from the Jungle Beats community. My name's Dave Mackay, and I am... Also under the name Zebedee, and I've played drum and bass and jungle and breaks and various other styles since about 1993, 94. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been playing in clubs, festivals, raves, parties, um, right up till now, and continue to do so. Yeah. 
how did I get into jungle? Well, I think I was always really into acid house, ambient, breakbeats, and when I first heard jungle, it just sort of like resonated fully with me, and I thought I've got to get into this. So I, I started um, searching for the music, and it wasn't really available in New Zealand in the early days, so you had to look for it. And then a few people started importing records, so I started buying up lots and lots of vinyl and just following my heart. I was always really excited to find new sounds. Yeah. And in the early 90s, it was like sort of kind of like post-acid house, um, breakbeats. There was a real sort of um, movement towards the sort of drum and bass that we know now. Yeah. But it sort of went through the hardcore, happy hardcore, um, you know, early jungle sort of thing. And, and we were like, just like really thirsty for it yeah. and finding as many records as we could that that um, reflected that UK scene that was happening. Um, and back in the 90s, I was traveling a little bit too. So wherever I went in the world, I'd always go to record shops. And, you know, this is something that people today don't realize, but record shops were where we all collected. We, we met in record shops. We found the latest tunes that were released. Um, we networked, we bought our records and then played them at clubs and parties in the evening. You know, it was all very, you know, very sort of organic and tactile. Yeah. Whereas today people sit in their rooms and download tunes and then, you know, there's not so much of the social kind of aspect of it. Yeah, yeah. Like if you were to set a scene for how a rave would be for someone that's never been to like a rave... What do you think they would expect if they went to one? Well, it's an outer world, an outer world experience. It's usually surrounded by lots of like-minded people that are really friendly, mm -hmm. and um, and it's just a wall of sound and a wall of experience. There's a whole lot going on, and um, yeah, it's a, for me, it's a, it's never it's it's never been. Um, a letdown. I've always enjoyed and, and been excited by the experiences of it. So, um, you know, we usually have whatever gatherings or parties in unique places. So it could be in a cave or it could be outside in a field or it could be in a, in a, in, in a wooded area. There's so many places where we have them. Yeah. And it's just like that interface between nature and um, between electronica, really. It's having a, a massive sound system with, um, or even if it's a little sound system, and just people sharing and enjoying and being. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, cool. Is there any one in the New Zealand music scene that you admire, like you look up to as an artist? Um, well, I'm really, um, really keen on the Subs and Breaks crew and Dunedin. They've done quite a lot for drum and bass. Yeah. Um, those guys have, um, um, Kristen Nielsen, I mean, he's done quite a lot for the local scene. It's weird because I was always sort of playing out on nights that they weren't playing. We could have kind of missed each other um, yeah. through the years. Mm -hmm. But I have a huge respect for Kristen Nielsen and, um, and the Subs and Breaks crew in Dunedin. Is there any, like, raves coming up or anything like that that you know of? Or So the Winter Solstice is coming up. I've just put in my submissions okay. for the Winter Solstice and hope that they select me to play. 
Yeah, because I play sort of jungle, I kind of end up playing between 11 and 2 in the morning. That's usually yeah. whenever I play. Um, but I'm always I'm always humbled and happy to play at any time because there's so many great DJs at these things. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of really, really good talent that comes to these gatherings and you'll hear music that you'd never hear anywhere else, you know. Thank you for that, Dave, from the Jungle Group community. The Radio 1 Fashion Report. For this week's Friday Fashion Review, I have picked out the worldwide trending New Zealand brand, Paris Georgia. The brand was launched in 2015 by friends Paris Mitchell Temple and Georgia Sherry. The two friends originally sold vintage wear online, where they noticed the gap in the market for elevated everyday wear that was ethically sourced. The Paris Georgia brand produces women's wear that is designed in New Zealand with 95% of their production made locally. Today their label has taken the world by storm, with celebrities such as Kendall Jenner wearing their pieces. I love their beautifully heart-shaped neckline, making anyone look elegant. They are on the pricier side of streetwear, and I have tried on one of the black fitted tops with a white trim, which I absolutely adored. So I'm trying to be a savvy saver and purchase it one day. Currently, there are no physical stores. However, they stock everything online and have a showroom in Auckland. And that is your news for today. Hope you all have a fabulous day, and we will see you next week.